Good evening. My name is Chandra Gore and I am a Lens of Faith. Episode four of Walking in Your Purpose, Thursday night at eight with Lens of Faith. The Eagle Eye, a visionary's asset. On June 28th, I interviewed Star Holmes Word, who's a visionary author of her inaugural project, We Are Women of Substance Anthology. Her second anthology, The Healing Journey, is coming very soon. She's also the CEO of You're a Star 2, coaching, speaking, and writing. Take a listen. Good evening, everyone. My name is Chandra Gore. I am a lens of faith. Tonight on the show... Tonight on the show, we have Star Holmes Word, a visionary. Yes, this is going to be a powerful show. So welcome, everyone. I'm going to just play the intro and we're going to jump right in. Thank you so much for being on the show today. I would like to thank all my followers and listeners for tuning in to today's show. You have been listening Welcome to Walking in Your This is Thursday night 8 with Lenta Faith. It's time to discover the gift God has for you. I'm bringing awareness to what God has for you and the purpose behind your pain. If you have passion in your soul and a gift, Hello, Makaya. Well, then let's talk about it. Having served in the United States Army for the last 18 years and continuing to serve as a service leader to inspire, motivate, guide, and assist brethren, I'm bringing a contemporary vibe to being happy and living your dream on purpose. Each week, I will introduce you to a life filled with purpose and how that purpose is being used to glorify God, describing the tips, resources, and strategy to set you up for success. So now, let's jump right Welcome to the show. I see my daughter has joined the live line with us tonight. How are you you doing tonight? It's a little bit choppy. Can you hear me? Yep. How you doing tonight? Doing well. Doing well. Thank you for having me. I am excited to be here for sure. Thank you. So much about it. So let me just tell the listening audience who you are. Star Holmes Word is a personal development coach, public speaker, and writer. Star says women who want to transition from career or life pauses to entrepreneurship using innovative methods to monetize their platforms. Star is the visionary author of her inaugural book project, an anthology titled We Are Women of Substance. Star is also leading her second anthology titled The Healing Journey to be released October 2018. Star is a native of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, but she spent most of her childhood in Chicago, Illinois. As a young adult, she spent many years in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Star is the mother of three, two boys and one girl. Star married in 2008 to her husband, Victor Word. The family relocated to Tennessee in 2014. While in Iowa, Star worked for a social service agency as a victim advocate assisting women and children survivors of abuse. Star was featured in local media outlets for her assignment as a coordinator for the Iowa Accountability Program. 
start open the first multicultural victim survivor outreach center in Cedar Rapids, Iowa in 2008 and created a new position titled multicultural outreach advocate. Star moved into coaching, speaking, and writing arena in 2017 after attending a business conference called Epic. Since then, Star has been interviewed on many radio shows, has been a brand ambassador for the Lyft Conference, the Fierce Freedom Summit, and Spark and Hustle. She has been a guest on several webinars as well. Star is the creator and admin of several Facebook groups, CCOC for DV, Purpose Path 365 Women's Empowerment Group. Now we are Women of Substance Purpose Path 365 Empowerment Group, which is also connected to many of her book writing projects. Star says one of the largest adversities she's faced is believing in herself consistently, especially after being a stay-at-home mother and a wife for the last seven years. Star, it is amazing to hear about your story. I know Ooh. that there are many women that can relate to that story. Really? For sure. Yes. So start tell the, tell the listening audience your overall vision for you, Star, the visionary, as an entrepreneur, author, coach, speaker, writer, all those titles that you have. Tell us about it. <laughs> so in 2017, when I uh, went to the... Hello, Missy. In 2017, when I went to the Epicon conference, um, it was real apparent to me after attending the conference that God was shifting some things for me. And I was moving away from the arena of the domestic violence and sexual assault advocacy and moving into the arena of coaching, speaking and writing. And to be completely honest with you, I had no idea what it would really look like. Right. Mm -hmm. So I took the time, you know, as I continue to do to, you know, look at the blueprint, if you will, by following others that are leaders in the arena of coaching, speaking, writing and, you know, developing myself as a coach, a speaker and a writer. So I can't say that I can give you this really huge, you know, answer to that, except for it takes time. It takes study. It takes knowledge. It takes, you know, encouragement and just allow yourself to grow and to develop if that is something, you know, that you're interested in doing. And good coaching always helps. I've been through several coaches <laughs> and looking to coach with another coach um, very soon that um, I respect very much. So I'm excited about that. How do you pick the right coach? Say that again. How do you pick the right coach for yourself? You know, uh, for me, I think that uh, in the beginning, uh, for me, you know, I'm so excited. You know, I was ready to make this move, you know, and I think that now, you know, in hindsight, looking that you need to take your time and probably watch the coach and ask the kinds of questions that come up for you, whatever kind of questions culminate for you, maybe keep even a log of those kinds of questions and look at, you know, who else uh, are they coaching? Maybe if, if you can get a, an idea of who they are, 
you know, what their uh, guidelines are, what their principles are, their ethics, how they move, things like that. So there's a lot of different things that you want to look at when you're talking about coaching someone or being coached by someone. You also want to look at the their personality in comparison to your personality. Maybe somebody who's really over the top is not good for someone who has a more docile personality. So there's a lot of different factors you want to look at when you're seeking a coach. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I have a I have a coach in the leadership in the leadership group. Mm -hmm. And it was and it was took me maybe about took me maybe about a year. A year. To mm -hmm. really get into the weeds with my coach and develop a strong relationship. And to this day, that person is still my coach after fifteen years. Fifteen Wow. Years, That's amazing. Yes, yes, yes. And I call on him every time I need him. And he's a retired sergeant major now. And he's just been watching my career blossom, watching me uh, prepare for each rank that I've held. And it, it was awesome. Yeah. Like you said, you had to actually watch this person. And yes. I was afraid to be coached. But I was like, you know what? I don't have all the answers. So you got to get somebody, right? <laughs> Right. Absolutely. What what we say in coaching, you only know what you know. Yes. Yes. You don't know it all. We no one knows That's it right. all. So That's right. Have coaches. Now, Star, when I was developing this show with you, I was researching and trying to figure out what would best fit you um, when I was trying to look for a scripture. And so I stumbled upon Revelations 12, 14, which says the woman was given two wings of a great eagle so that she might fly to the place prepared for her in the wilderness where she would be taken care of for a time, times and a half time, out of the serpent's reach. I thought about that and I let that sink into my soul when I thought about you. And you've been through so much after reading your bio and your bio is actually much longer than what I read. But after uh, digging into who you are, where you came from, the obstacles that you faced, you have two wings like an eagle. And right now you are soaring and you can only go higher and higher and higher. Thank so, God for that. <laughs> yeah. So with that being said, you have an eye for birthing projects. How has your ability to use the eagle's eye given you the ability to effectively reach people, touch different platforms, and ultimately soar? Mm. I don't, you know, that's a hard question. You know, because when you're working and you're moving along on your purpose path, you don't always know right away how you're touching people. Sometimes, you know, that comes, the answer to those questions come later on. You know, I just continue to move along my purpose path, do the work, you know, that God lays on my heart and um, you know, create the visions that he lays in my heart, work those visions, try to also pull other people inside of projects that I feel maybe have not had an opportunity to really shine or soar, right? So my name is Star, but I always say this at the end of my videos when I first started doing videos, you're a star too, because I truly believe that all of us have that quality in us and sometimes we have to be pulled, you know, so sometimes that birthing process and so I am a true believer in letting other people shine as well. It's not just about me. That's right. And you do that also well. You have so many oh, different 
platforms and you are just doing it over there. You are doing it. I know. I'm just I'm just trying to live my life purposefully. You know what I mean? Touching the lives of others that I'm supposed to touch. And, you know, I know it sounds corny when people say, you know, you don't want to die with those gifts inside of you. But I truly don't want to die with the gifts inside of me. And I want to be able to share what God has placed in me with other people, you know. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, that's uh, difficult sometimes for for different people and especially on as many different platforms if you as you have been on. And, you know, oftentimes we kind of pause and say, oh, should I do that? Has that ever happened to you? Absolutely. Um so since entering coaching, speaking, writing, I have been asked several times about, you know, being in an anthology um, with several different people. And I had always said no to the anthology thing. For one, probably I didn't understand it as much why we were doing it, what, you know, what good could come from doing it and all those kinds of things. So I wasn't thinking about writing. And then um, God hit my heart with the anthology, uh, We Are Women of Substance. And I was like, okay, God, I hear you, but I don't know nothing about writing books and I don't know anything about leading an anthology. And because when it hit my heart, I knew that he was saying to me that I want you to lead this project. Right. And so uh, I said, okay, yes, like literally, yeah, okay. If I'm going to do it, then I need you to show me what to do. And so instantly I knew, okay, you needed to build a team of professionals since you don't know how to do this. This is how you can start, you know, making this vision a reality. And so that's what I did. Wow. So you were obedient to the spirit of God talking to you. Yes. Yes. Uh, oftentimes people ignore that spirit because I've, I've ignored it several times, especially so when have I. To, you know, speaking. And I'm just like, you know what? I speak every day to soldiers. Let me just do that. No, that's not what he intended for me to do. Although right. that gave me perfect preparation. I tell you, he'll Absolutely. take you through some things to prepare you for where he wants you to be. Absolutely. Yes. yes. Absolutely. So let's talk about We Are Women of Substance. You know, I'm excited because I'm yes. one of your co-authors. Yes. 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 This is your inaugural anthology. It's transitioning into a movement. Mm. What did there you envision? What did you envision for this project initially? Say it again. I didn't hear the question. What did you envision for the project initially? Like from the very start? So, you know, when God laid it on my heart, we are women of substance. When I heard we are women of substance, first of all, I kind of went like a double take. I went, we are women of substance. Like I said it out loud. We are women of substance. I thought, oh, wow, that's kind of deep. We are women of substance. And so, you know, it took me a minute to kind of marinate on that. We are women of substance. And I thought, wow, God, that's good. That's good right there. <laughs> you know, and so uh, like I said it was the first project had never been in an anthology never led an anthology so didn't really know so decided the professionals know better than I do so looked and there were some women within my circle that I knew who did you know uh, things professionally in the marketing arena things professionally in the authorship and book arena and I decided to reach out to them to have a conversation about you know what it should look like what it could look like you know all of those kinds of things and so I definitely did not know in the beginning that it was going to become a movement that I did not know okay so 
uh, I'm just blown away by the fact that, you know, we're actually setting it up to go and speak to other people, other cities and, and towns throughout the country. That's amazing to me. Um, I knew it would be a book. I didn't know it would be a movement. Yeah. Tell us, what is the woman of substance? You know, I feel like a woman of substance, you know, in my mind is, you know, the you, the me, the other women that we know that has endured, you know, life obstacles, the pain, the suffering, the making the mistakes, making bad choices when we're younger, you know, and then at some point in our life, you know, we we made a shift. There, there's been a shift in who we are, right? We we move away from that young girl, that young teenage girl making bad decisions and hanging out and drinking or whatever the things are that we have endured and to the point where we begin to begin to understand that we are getting more focused in our lives and that we have purpose inside of us. And it, the purpose is not to hang out and just be in the world, you know what I mean? But actually doing something great in the world in which we live, that to me is more of a woman of substance. Understanding that you have some real dynamic uh, things inside of you that this world needs and we're now willing to share that with the world. That's being a woman of substance. That's right. That's right. What we are made of. What made of. What made of. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Give us three things. Three things away from your experience. Three things that I took away from the experience of uh, leading the book project. Yes. Okay. So let me see. Uh, first thing is leading an anthology is a beautiful, beautiful, uh, endeavor to embark upon. However, you have to remember that you're dealing with people and everybody is in a different space and time in their lives. And so um, that is something uh, interviewing those uh participants of the anthology in a way that you make sure they line up where they are with what the vision is that you're having for your anthology. That's one thing that I took away from that. Uh, secondly, um, know your worth, know your worth. And so um, price it so that you know your worth, yeah. because if you price it in a way that, that exemplifies you understanding your worth. You don't have to worry about so many other little straggly things that come along with that. Mm -hmm. um, and then thirdly, um, what I took away from the anthology is that everybody doesn't get um, involved for the same purpose, yeah. for the same reason. Yeah. So. Yes. That's that's powerful. And you I, let me just tell you, you did a magnificent job leading this anthology. And I'm excited. You know I'm Thank excited you. about it. Yes. Yes. You know, we, I am excited as well. I'm, I continue to, you know, the momentum is gaining um, in terms of us getting ready to tour the other cities and states. I'm excited about that. I'm absolutely excited. I love the idea of pouring into other people and then receiving as well. So I love the idea of that. Yes. Now tell everyone where they can purchase this book. 
So they can purchase We Are Women of Substance directly on our website, wearewomenofsubstance.com. There they will find all of the authors involved in writing the book, as well as a button where they may purchase the book from whomever they want to purchase from. That is awesome. So I'm going to attempt to put that in the comments, www.wearewomenofsubstance.com to purchase the book. Book. Get the book. Get the book. Yes, get the book. Please get the book. You you'll find some stories in the book that you really enjoy. I promise you. You want to drop us a line from your chapter, sir? Say a line from my chapter. How about I was thinking about talking about the dedication real quick. Can I do that? Sure. Okay, so this book is dedicated to all of the women that have endured hurt, pain, embarrassment, and uncertainty about being loved by the adults in your life as a child and those who have been abused. This book is dedicated to the one everybody called ugly, the light-skinned girl that was plotted against because, because of her complexion, the woman who sat alone and cried because she was insecure about her beauty, the sister who made really bad choices and then realized she could make better choices and so she did. To the woman who didn't know how to affectionately nurture her daughter, this is dedicated to the woman on Skid Row because that could have been me. Yes. And I'm going to stop right there. That's part of the dedication, who the book is dedicated to. I've got to get that book. Get the yes. book today. So I just want to yes. say right now you are listening to Walking in Your Purpose. This is Thursday night at eight with Lens of Faith. And I am Chandra Gore, a Lens of Faith. I am interviewing Star Holmes Word, the visionary author of the We Are Women of Substance anthology. Thank you for joining us on the live line. If you are catching a replay, please hashtag replay. So start. Have you ever been given a vision from God that you did not act on? Mm, that's good. That's a good question. And I'm sure that I have. I, I can't think of necessarily one particular thing that I identified. But what I do know is that sometimes God opens up a window of opportunity and that would close at a certain time. And so like right now in my life, I believe that I am right now the window is open for certain opportunities for me for you and for others and i'm moving along on my journey while this window is open before the window closes because you know it the spiritual world works in seasons and so yeah. there's a season to be yeah. ready there's a season to harvest and yeah. you know i want to receive everything i'm supposed to receive in this here season <laughs> yes 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 and a lot of people don't even understand the magnitude of that i am passionate yes. about that i want to reap what i have been sowing and let Hello. me tell you I there was some seasons, some dark seasons, and I'm sitting here paying my tithes and offering, offering, and I'm sowing into other people and helping mm -hmm. other people. And I'm like, Lord, when is it coming? And he keeps telling me, I told you to be still and know that I am coming. I am, I am coming. Yes. So I'm ready. I'm ready, yes. and I am excited about it. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. 
Now, That's funny because my husband and I were having a conversation about, you know, at a time when you're young and you're, you're a newlywed and you're new in your marriage, there comes a time where you may not be good with your finances. So we were having that conversation about not being good with the finances, not being good stewards, right? Yes. And so we were saying, but after we saw that we weren't being good stewards, boy, we got on board and we were trying to be much better stewards with these finances because look, you're going to keep on taking the test until you can pass it, right? Uh-huh. If you keep failing, you have to keep taking that test. I don't want to keep taking that test. I'm going to need oh the revenue God. to grow. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, take us through it over and over until we get it. Yes. Though. A lot of people like, why I keep going through the same thing over and over again? Well, you ain't passed the test. That's right. You have not passed the test. And that that speaks volumes. And people don't even get it yet. But I'm here to tell you, if you're listening to this live right now, I hope and pray to God that you get it. I'm telling you the truth. Yes. Miss Missy said she can't wait to get her book. Oh, thank you, Missy. You are wonderful. Mm Mm-hmm. Missy, it's coming. It's coming. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Lord. Thank I you. know. Me too. I'm very excited and encouraged. And, you know, um, you do, you may not know what tomorrow looks like, but I absolutely know that if I continue to move and my moves don't have to look like everybody else's moves that are in the arena that I'm in. But there's some fundamental things, some building blocks, if you will, that need to be in place. But your moves don't have to look like everybody else's. Just continue to move onward and forward and things will begin to come together. Don't give up. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be some sad days. That's part of them seasons. They're gonna be some hard days, but there's also gonna be some joy. There's also Ooh. gonna be some praise. There's also gonna be some overcoming. You know what I'm saying? And I'm looking forward to that. Yes, ma'am. Now there are some things a lot of us women go through, and I know that there are some women that's gonna watch this live or watch the replay that have took taken a life pause. Taking a life pause for a number of years. Now, you did just that. You took a life pause for, what was it, about seven years? Yes, I took a seven-year life pause. And what happened was I got married. And when I got married to my husband, my husband didn't have any biological children. So we had a discussion about having one more child to complete our family because I had two children at the time. And so we did try to have another child. And we had two miscarriages. And then God blessed us with our third child, a little boy. And at that time, I said to my husband, I will stay home and nurture the baby until he gets ready for kindergarten. And that's what I did. So uh, I stayed home until he got ready for kindergarten. And I am not kidding you when I tell you that the day he was ready for kindergarten, the light bulb went off in my head and went, boom, you can go back to entrepreneurship. I was like, yes. <laughs> I had enjoyed my days with him, but I was ready to go back to work. I'm, you know, yeah. I, I like to be busy and doing things and, you know, stay motivated and keep doing positive things. You know what I'm saying? Eradicating negative, eradicating hate. You know, right. that's just who I am as an individual. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, what what can what positive advice can you leave for a woman who has taken a life pause and just struggling to figure it out and how to get back to work or find her niche or find her purpose. Talk to her right now, Star. That's good. That's good. You know, for me, I needed to 
take some quiet time um once my son was able to go back to kindergarten uh, to go to back to enter into school then i could go back to doing the things that i knew would help me which was um studying you know my word studying other books reading writing you know i'm an advocate for journaling i believe in all of these kinds of things and so you have to spend some time with yourself and really be real about who you are where you are and where you believe that god has taken you or where you should be going in your own life and so you know then you begin to follow maybe others that are blazing that trail already and kind of taking a look at what steps they have taken because why reinvent the wheel when it's already being done right and so we look at that and so we look at other leaders and that's how we become good leaders a lot of time we look at other leaders and what they're doing to lead and so we develop our own characteristics about you know leadership and how we can personally impact those that are connected to us and that's really what i did how can i continue to impact those that are connected to my life yes and that's, uh, that's what i would say you know take a look at yourself and then map it out there has to be a plan you have to come up with a plan map it out and another thing why coaches are really good to deal with when you're trying to map it out is because they sometimes have really uh laid a plan out for the clients that can help you through the each process of mapping it out and you don't have to go through the stumbling blocks a lot of times when the process has already been done for you and they can give you a road map that assists you with moving along on your purpose path mm -hmm. that's powerful that's powerful and i pray that that reaches some young ladies and some women that's watching because i hate to see us stuck I hate to see when we're stuck and just can't move forward mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. we're scared or afraid or we just mm -hmm. walking blindly and just don't know which way to turn because we're in our comfort zone and our comfort zone is what we what we know. And we scared to step out and take that first step and say, I can do this. I can do this. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's all about networking with other women. And, and I've heard mm -hmm. women say, well, I don't want to be bothered with other women. All they, they do is uh, talk about one another or mistreat one another or this and that. There are some circles of women that have power in them. And I so, want. To so let me speak to that, because yes. when I entered that room at the Epicon conference, I'm telling you, that oh. was not atmosphere that there were women that were being catty or any of that type of thing it really was an atmosphere of love and support and women wanting to see each other thrive in a positive shift in their life and mm -hmm. it was amazing to be a part of that i had never never not even within a church setting, seeing so many women that, to me, embraced sisterhood. It didn't matter what color you were. If you were in the room, you were a part of what was happening. Uh -huh. And also, let me speak to the fact that I know everybody doesn't grow up with the best background, with the best family life, with the best structure. Some of our... Uh, some of us who have grown up didn't know, you know, the rights, the wrongs. We had to learn this stuff on the journey, right? We, because a lot of times in our culture, we didn't talk about don't do this, don't do that. You know, we were just told don't, but we weren't 
we were never explained why not and what are the other options that I could choose, right? And so I want to speak to the young girl who didn't know, you know, not to sleep around, not to, you know, um, open herself to any individual, you know, that you have the right to to you have the right to decide intentionally what type of individual you want to deal with everybody doesn't need to be in your circle right you get to decide what that should look like and so i want to speak to that young person and to that young person who may have grew up in a in a larger urban area that was not flourishing that was not healthy i want to speak to those because i lived in areas like that you can make it out of that you know the ghetto if you will you can make it out of those situations you can make it out of there okay you have to be intentional about connecting with people and so relationship is very important relationship there are those of us out there who care about you who want to see you doing well and who don't mind showing you the ropes and how you can get bigger better and higher in life yeah and that's exactly what we do and we are women of substance purpose path 365 we we lean on one another we encourage one another and we share it's all about sharing because you never know what we are going through or someone is going through and when you share that light bulb comes on in someone's head because i cannot tell you the times that i've shared my live videos and someone has come to me and said i was going through such and such and that video spoke to me that Mm -hmm. was me and i was like oh my goodness so i'm reaching someone we never know who we're reaching so it's powerful to share your journey and share what's going on because we all need to know we need to love on one another we need to love on one another that's right it's already enough coldness in the world we need some love in the world you know what i'm saying yes yes and yes i appreciate that yeah now star let's talk about multiple streams of income we know it's very important and in the bible it talks about seven streams of income okay what can you tell the listening audience about multiple streams of income so how about i didn't even know that scripture existed until i was way into adulthood how about that and with the way life is set up now nobody has to tell you you need multiple streams of income because one is not enough and so therefore you know that you need to figure out some other streams of income right yeah. and so yes um let me see I, I do several things to try to create income for myself one you know i work a part-time job for now while i'm still you know building my business my entrepreneurial business my coaching my speaking my writing you know books being another that's another stream of income so not only do you get to tell your fabulous life story but you also utilize as a platform for another stream of income um you know i make jewelry so i do several different things and uh at some point you know i would might be like to embark upon some type of um real estate venture to increase my revenues you know so you do you have to think of different things what will work for you um and that it is what it is in in terms of needing other streams of income because we all do yes we do and it's important you know i've talked to so many people that are great at different things but yet 
they're afraid to do them because they they're thinking about well what are, what are they going to think about this and they do a magnificent job i know this lady that paints and she will not sell her, her paintings because she's like i don't know if someone is gonna buy my paintings well you're never gonna know until you put a price tag on it unless you try that's right unless you try oh. and you know what hey shailene you know what? Sometimes let me just speak to that. We all at some point in time have that thought in our mind. I don't know what people are going to think about us, baby. Please, please let yourself become free to stop caring about what somebody is going to think about your next move. Because mm -hmm. while you thinking about that, somebody else is already moving along on their purpose path, finding yeah. another source of income, another door, another avenue. <laughs> Uh, another radio show to help up level their platform. Please let that thing go about what people gonna think. Because guess what? They gonna think what they wanna think anyway. They're gonna say what they wanna say anyway. So what difference does any of that make when your mistakes are there to be made and you learn from your mistakes and you continue to grow and move higher? Okay. That's right. I know a lot of women that are great at doing things and they don't get paid for it. And I'm just like, oh, my God, you do an excellent job at this. You're a good organizer. You're executing. You're putting together your vision. Have beautiful visions like I can't decorate to save my life. But my soror shine is on the line now. She can decorate. So she is walking by faith right now. All She's right now, 55 as well. So I'm glad she jumped on this line because that's what we need. We need multiple streams of income. We need to do yeah, what we yeah. love and do what we're yeah. great at. And the money's going to come. The part of that, Sandra, you said earlier, you talked about the networking piece. The networking piece is vital. And then the other piece of that is the collaborations. And so you want to network and collaborate with other like-minded people. And this is why relationship is so important. Because until you gain relationship to understand who that person is, how they think and how they move, then you won't know yet if that's the right person for you to collaborate with. So, right. you know, relationship is very, very important important in terms of knowing who to collaborate with because a bad collaboration is everything mm -hmm. is everything it is it is and i've learned a lot just sitting in purpose power 365 because we got some educated people in there yes. everybody Absolutely. got something to share everybody yes. has something to share and sometimes we got to pull it out of them but once you get it yes. out it is powerful powerful yes, it is. I'm glad I mean, I'm, I'm sitting there watching women and it was the group was called Purpose Path 365 and now it's called We Are Women of Substance PP365. Oh, yeah. And there are some powerful women in that group and other groups that, you know, we're both a part of as well. And I'll tell you, at some time in your life, it's almost like you was blinded by the fact that this even existed. And I just want my other sisters and, and brothers to know, wake up. There are people in wake this up. world doing some amazing things. Be yes. a part of that. Yeah, sure, sure. As I know, I'm ready. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I was just saying, I'm so excited to see where we will be in five years, right? In five years. So they always talk about the five-year plan. I can't wait to see where I'm at in five years. I know because no matter the difficulty, no matter the struggle, no matter the stumbling blocks that are in my way, I'm a, I'm a fall 
even on my face sometimes, even to the point where it's embarrassing. It's okay. I have decided that no matter what that looks like, I'm still going to get back up and continue on my journey. I'm not going to run away with my tail between my legs and go high. And you know what? That's just the visionary in me, I think. We got to make mistakes. That's how we learn. I've learned from a lot of my mistakes. You know, That's and some right. of my mistakes, I'll just push it aside. That was when I was way young. But, you know, I, I can look back over my mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. right now and say, oh, my God, I made that mistake. But guess what? I know better now. I got wisdom. And now Absolutely. I'm moving in my purpose. That's what it's all about. You know, another thing that I realize is when we as individuals try to cover up so much of our flaws and who we really are, uh, that makes the journey so much harder. You know they how they talk about how you how you lie and you got to tell another lie to cover up the first lie. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that's like. When you lying about who you really are, you make your journey so much more difficult. Look, boo, if you made a mistake, okay, you made a mistake. It's so hey, Kathy, it's so much. Hey, Charlene, it's so much richer if you go ahead, learn from that mistake, get back up and shake it off and keep it moving. That's right. That's right. That's right. We gotta, we gotta fall and get back up. And Absolutely. it says that in the Bible, you will fall. Absolutely. You Just will like fall. a baby learning how to walk. Yep. But it's how are you going to get back up and when are you going to get back up? You can't stay down. You got to get on back up. That's right. Now, now star, you're a star too. Is your coach speaking and writing business? How has this business filled you into some of the projects you're working on now? Man. When I entered into the coaching, speaking, and writing arena, you know, I sat back for at least six months and really, really watched other coaches, speakers, writers. I sat back. I tried not to move too fast because there's some fundamental things that we need to understand. And, you know, I would go to different groups. I would, uh, you know, start, begin to connect with people and start some online relationships. And then I'd go to other summits and conferences. That was one of the reasons why I um, wanted to do my ambassadorships for Lyft Conference, for the Fierce Freedom Summit, and then ultimately for the Spark and Hustle, because I wanted to surround myself with people who knew how to do this, who had the experience of what it should look like, what it could look like, and how to create the plan. And so I really have been absorbing what that looks like. And, you know, that's what I really did. And then slowly beginning to enter into the space of, you know, learning how to really coach someone. And I mean, I'm not done. I'm still in the learning process. Still mm-hmm. in the learning process. And we should never get out of the learning process. Things evolve and things need to change. And we need to be able to change with those times, especially now that we are in that space of technology that is different than when we were children. You know, especially for me when I was younger, um, it was quite different. And so I've had to learn a lot more about technology and how to use it to up level where I want to go. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about your business. How can we reach you or what services do you offer? So uh, the name of the business is You're a Star 2 and that's Y-O-Y-R-E. 
Y-O-R, yielding outstanding results. You're a star too. And I am currently accepting one-on-one coaching clients where, you know, I talked a lot about who I am and what I believe. And I'm, I'm working with some currently women right now, basically. And I am working with people who are just wanting to enter the entrepreneurial space of coaching, speaking and writing. And so we start from the beginning process. We start with where your mind is, what your thoughts are about who you are, about how people view you. You know, we work there first and then we sort of put the plan together to move people along their purpose path and look at where do you want to go? What is the outcome? What is your objective? And then we make a plan for how we can get to that objective. So you can reach me on all social media platforms at You're a Star Too. Uh, my name is Star Holmes Word. And uh, it's been a pleasure being here. I want to thank you, Shanta, for having me this evening. I really do. And thank you all who jumped on the line and those of you who catch the replay. Yeah. Now, before I let you go, um, yes. I got two more questions for you. We often okay. get involved in our journey that we forget to give less attention to our families. Tell the listening audience how you balance being a wife, a mom, and an entrepreneur. Girl, you don't never have it right. <laughs> I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not about to fake the funk. <laughs> I, I be sometimes like this right here on some days trying to figure out which direction to go in and where to balance the other part at. And I got my toe out on the other side trying to figure that out. Honey, look, where you're needed at that moment. You do have to learn how to assess your situations. Right. And so that's something that I have learned. So you assess your situation. Whatever is the vital that's where you give it. Okay. Right. And if something else can, can sit on the back burner or put it up on the shelf, as I tell some of my clients, then you put it up on the shelf until it's time to take it down and revisit that. Yep. Boom shakalaka. I'm reading. I'm reading. Uh, Destiny. Uh, back Destiny. He said, "On any given day, he can never be the best of everything." You know, there's some days he's the best pastor. Some days he's the best husband. Some days he's the best dad. But on any given day, he can't be the best at everything. So it's all about the truth. Yes, it's all about. Now, that's the truth right there. And look, the truth shall set you free because if we are continuing to try to walk in the perfection, and I know y'all heard this before. If you, if you try to walk in perfection at all times, you're going to fail on every corner. Yep. You, you know what I mean? Be real about it. Today, I'm not a, you know, today, maybe I wasn't the best wife. I didn't have lunch ready for my husband. You know, that's the realness of it. But I was ready for this interview. <laughs> Boom. I know that's right. I know the feeling. Yeah. I know the feeling. I know the feeling. Yeah. <laughs> now, what's next for Star? What are you working on now and looking forward to in your near future? Yes. Well, I'm working on the second anthology, which is a much smaller project. I just couldn't handle a large project right now. So I am working on a smaller anthology. I wanted to give people an opportunity to talk about their pain points and things that they have endured, um, whether it be sexual assault, domestic violence, uh, just self-loathing pain. You know, wherever your pain comes from, I think it's important to try to deal with our pain points and then also talk about the healing journey what did you do to intentionally 
you know, pay attention to what things would heal you. Right. Your healing journey to talk about the healing journey. And so that's what I'm working on right now. Also, again, building the business, you know, um, getting ready to coach with another coach that I'm excited to get ready to coach with and just building the um, momentum of the rhythm of how coaching, speaking and writing works and, you know, trying to find some speaking engagements and come and uh, pour into people, allow people to pour into me. I'm a very transparent person for the most part, even though I'm a private person. Ain't that funny? How can you be private at the same time you transparent? How can you be such a private person and your life is out on front street if you will but yeah. that is who i am like i'm kind of private in the sense that i don't have a lot of people in and out of my personal space you know like that i have my close people that i talk to chandra being one you know um and good friends very few but at the same time i look at my life as um you need to be an example of something and i don't always get it right y'all look i'm gonna tell you this one quick story before i go I remember one time I had a, I was at the store, I was at the grocery store. And when I got to the car, I was loading my groceries in. And at the bottom of my cart, I found that I had a turkey in there. Y'all, Miss Star stole the turkey. I did not go back in the store and give the turkey back. I stole that turkey. I went home, I cooked that turkey and we ate that turkey. Lesson <laughs> learned. I know now that that was not the ethical thing to do. So I don't always get it right. You know what I'm saying? And I don't like to put myself out there like I have all the answers or that I always get it right. No, when I went to the doctor's office, I stole the magazine and the pen from the counter. Okay? But... <laughs> I am realizing that I have to make some really uh, better moves in my life, make better decisions so that I can be a part of other people, you know, seeing someone who's trying to live a healthier lifestyle mentally, spiritually and physically, because I'm not doing too good in the physical aspect. Uh, I still eat too much ice cream and chocolate and stuff like that right there. <laughs> Well, come on now. We all got something we crave. Yes, yes. It should be eaten. Yep. Now, is there anything I may have missed or that you want to cover or share with the ladies and gentlemen that's watching our live line before we go? Hmm. Did I miss anything? Uh, let's see. Sean said, tell the truth and shame the devil. Show enough, Sean. <laughs> oh, did we miss anything? I don't know that I really missed anything right now. I am uh, just so pleased to have been able to come on and talk and just be, you know, who I am. I'm Star Holmes Word. I have done so many things wrong in my life, but I have also come to a realization that I could do better. I can do better. I can strive for better. I can move higher and I can have greater in my life if I don't give up. That's don't right. give up. Mm -hmm. So I help people move from the back to the front of the line. Come Stop sitting in the back and let's move to the front of the line, everybody. You have something great within you as well. And so I just want everyone to leave knowing that they have purpose, regardless of the fear. I had fear too. I moved in it. Sometimes when fear comes on you, you got to move quick so you can outwit it. You got to move quick so you can outwit it. Don't overthink that thing. Move quick. Yeah.
That's right. That's absolutely correct. Now, after the show, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please leave me a rating comment on my page, Lens of Faith Speaks page, the very page that you are viewing this on right now. I thank you so much, Star, for giving me the opportunity to work with you on your inaugural anthology and being a part of this inspirational environment i thank god for you and i know that god is going to take you higher and higher and higher yes 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 thank you so much and i need him to take me higher and higher and higher so i can't let go because i need it that's right <laughs> that's right and i want to thank everyone that has watched this live broadcast and if you are catching the replay please hashtag replay i want to open the floor up for a few questions before we Absolutely. get off the line is there anyone that wants to ask star or myself any questions please drop the questions in the comment section right now and we will address your question yes 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 and yes some of the women of substance yes. on the line Don't give up. i am always in the front yes charlene yeah that's right Memory boards and magazines. Yeah. Okay. If there anyone that has any questions, please go ahead and drop your questions. We got to. I saw a comment come past that spring. Did Did you see the comment? I didn't get to read it. It went past too fast. I need some of the ice cream. Save me some. No, we don't need the ice cream, Mooty. I'm saying no to the ice cream. Okay, Mooty. Okay, I'm sorry, that's my sister, y'all, and I call her Mooty. Her name is Spring, and she is one of the co-authors, and so is Charlene. Do we have any other co-authors? Why don't you all say co-author in the comments if you're a co-author, and we are women of substance because we have several on the line this evening. What's up, co-authors? And we are women of substance. We got a question for you. Yay. What happened to the memory boards? What happened to the memory boards? The memory boards. I'm trying to see what memory board could uh, memory board class. Oh, I have. I think that Charlene is asking me about the vision boards, and I did a vision board for the first. Um, um, let me see. What was it? The first uh, beginning of the year, I did one for the first uh, semester of the beginning of the year. And then I asked a question within our group if anybody wanted to continue with the uh, vision boards. And nobody said uh, in the second quarter that they wanted to do a vision board. So we didn't do one. But you and I can always do one. Maybe I'll do one on the show one day. That's yeah. a project for me. Thanks. Anybody else have any questions? Yep. Yes. She said yes. She was talking about the vision board. So we have okay. Kathy, Charlene, me, you on co-author. And Spring. And Spring. Yep. Yeah. Hey, y'all. Looks like five of us on. Hey. Yep. So, so excited. Oh. So before we leave, Chandra, you have what? to tell everybody about um, our first tour stop is going to be in Tampa, Florida. Yes, it is. You got a question first. How long have you been? Okay. Um, it's been about a year now. It's been about a year now. Okay. And I'll tell you, when I started off, 
uh, in this new space and arena, boy, oh boy, was it difficult because one of the things that I identified was that everybody wanted a piece of change and not many were, you know, willing to talk to you without you sliding that card. And mm -hmm. I move a little bit differently than that. I don't, you know, it's not always about money, but we're in business to make money. So it absolutely, I respect people's hustle for, you know, and their business sense for making their money. But um, I didn't know where to go when I first started. And so anybody who is like, I have no idea where to start. That's why I created this new entrepreneurs trying to enter the coaching, speaking, writing realm. There are some fundamental things that you need to know. And when you're not in that circle, you have no idea. And so that's part of why I started uh, working with new entrepreneurs, brand new from scratch yeah. entrepreneur. That is a blessing. Well, that is pretty much going to wrap up our show today. And I thank you once Good again right. for joining me. I'm going to do my outro and star you stay right there. And thank you all for joining us on Walking in Your Purpose Thursday night at 8 with Lens of Faith. God bless. Thank you so much for being on the show today. I would like to thank all my followers and listeners for tuning in to today's show. You have been listening to Walking in Your Purpose. Thursday night at 8, the cleanse of faith. Connect with me now. I want to hear from you. Please like, share, and follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And then the next God bless.